Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. One is Mark and John's the other. They're just friends. They are not lovers. It's two old queens. It's two old queens. They're just sassy, not that mean. Two old queens. It's two old queens. Now shut up. Hello. Welcome to Two Old Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Mark, please let everyone know who's joining us today. I would love to. He's a comedian and author. You've seen him in the comedy troupe, Derek, and he's also written the books The Boy Who Couldn't Sleep and Never Had To and Crap Kingdom. It's DC Pearson. Yay! Hey, you two. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks for being Thank on you. our show, DC. My pleasure. Thanks for being here. <laughs> DC, kind of related to the movie, have you ever hacked anything? Were you into hacking culture? Not to my knowledge. I was <laughs> I, I was into it. I, I think it's it's a twofold question. I was into it insofar as I like would when I was the age that like this movie came when I was like uh, 12 or 13, I would like buy old computers at garage sales and be like, I'm gonna do something with these and then just not <laughs> do anything with them. I'm just gonna just sit there. in different places and see what yes, happens. Yes, exactly. Yes, which is very this movie, I feel like. It's just yeah, like oh, yeah. a lot of a lot of technology and you're like, I don't know what it does. And I, for myself, never found out. <laughs> Neither did the screenwriter, no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever dabble in like any like sort of like computer animation or anything like that? I uh, did a little bit. I remember there was a, um, on some version of Windows, they had a, a type of program called Microsoft GIF Animator. 
And okay. so I, it was like, basically it was a way to make animated GIFs before it was like, it was kind of like before we knew like what they were really meant for, which is like reactions on Twitter to like things that you don't like, where it's yes. just like, okay, and now it, it's an animated <laughs> GIF. Um, and I remember making a like, a thing with like the Teletubbies and they would like murdered each other. Like that was it. That was like the <laughs> level, and, that was the era and level of, of humor that we were dealing with. Do you attitude. have access to these at all? I'm sure they're somewhere. I haven't, I'm, they must be on a, 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 a floppy disk at my some parents' sort of, house. Yeah. Yes, sure exactly. Of, every term your teacher's just dragging things to the trash can. Delete empty trash. My oeuvre. What have you done? I remember we had a, in high school, I think our computers were old, but maybe not. They were just literally just monitors that were like tube monitors and everything was green. Yeah. Yep. And we had an animation like, week and i did a thing of like a little bunny hopping down a road and then a car pulls up passes by it stops backs up and turns the bunny into a circle like it splatters and then the car drove nice. off and i was nice. pretty proud of that <laughs> you told a story through 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 pictures i told a story <laughs> pixar <laughs> oh Coco had death too. in it yep <laughs> John, do you ever, what's your hacking background? I don't, we have, I remember in like grammar school, we got that like was when my school first got computers. It was a very big deal. And so we, uh, the first program was called Logo and there was like a turtle and you could use it to like draw things, but like you had to program it to be like forward 10. And like, it was just all oh. very, very sort of rudimentary. But like we, like you, it was just basically like half the year was just spent like trying to draw a picture of like a face. And that was my big <laughs> It is kind of fun to think like, I remember one of the first things like seeing the internet for the first time. Like, I, you know, I remember a friend showing me, this is a hyperlink. If it's blue, you can click on that. And then that'll take you somewhere. And I remember one of the very first things I saw was like for the local radio station. And it was literally a turd in a toilet bowl. And I think that pretty much summed up the internet for me right away. Like this is what to expect. (laughs) That's like the first scene of a movie about the history of the internet right there. Like the cold open. (laughs) I was like, oh. I remember the first computer my family got was an Apple IIe. And it was like 126K. And I remember like my dad and his friends being like, well, you're never going to need more memory than that. Like you're set. <laughs> like That's it. You, you, you bought your family computer, which you will pass down to your children and their children. <laughs> yes. And that's it. Yep. It's like a, it's like a, a, a cast iron skillet. It's, it's all it is. It'll just keep, keep getting better with age. The more you use it. Yes. It's very seasoned. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Just the, it's really some of the old data is still in the oh, really in that, that adds so flavor. Nice. Yeah. Texture. It's so great. Don't wash it. Don't wash it in the dishwasher. No, 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 not at all. no, you'll lose the marinade. <laughs> Well, speaking of marination, no. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Today, we're talking about the movie Hackers. John, what's the deal with Hackers? Mark, let me tell you the deal with Hackers. <laughs> it was directed by Ian Softly, written by Raphael Moreau, and the film follows a group of high school hackers in their involvement in a corporate extortion conspiracy. It was made when the internet was unfamiliar to the general public, and it reflects the ideals Uh, laid out in the Hacker Manifesto, which according to the film is, this is our world now, the world of the electron and the switch. We exist without skin color, without nationality, without religious bias. And you call us criminals. Yes, we are criminals. Our crime is that of curiosity. 
Uh, it stars Johnny Lee Miller, Angelina Jolie, Jesse Bradford, Matthew Lillard, Lawrence Mason, Renali Santiago, Lorraine Bracco, and Fisher Stevens. It was released on September 15th, 1995, and was a pretty big disappointment at the box office, grossing only $7.5 off a budget of $20 million. Uh, it received mixed reviews from the critics, and Peter Stack of the San Francisco Chronicle wrote, Want a believable plot or acting? Forget it! But if you just want knockout images, unabashed eye candy, and a riveting look at a complex world that seems both real and fake at the same time, Hackers is one of the most intriguing movies of the year. And that is the deal with Hackers. <laughs> and it is now considered a cult classic, I would say. I would, I would tack yes. on to that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> just to be fair, we don't want to be biased. Uh, <laughs> DC, we asked you to pick a movie. Why Hackers? I picked Hackers because it is a it is a cult classic to me. I have very fond memories of it at watching it. I remember being aware of it coming out and being like, both my parents worked in uh, in like technology. And so being very sort of like aware of the idea of hacking and it just seemed really cool. And then this movie is the perfect that because it's like high school kids, which it, at the time I was like 12. So that in and of itself right. seemed really like yes. cool and whatever. And also it helps that they're all played by 28, people who are minimum 28 years old. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, so that seemed really cool. And then I didn't get to see it in theaters, but then I remember, and I don't know exactly why, but there was like a Friday night where it was on pay-per-view and we didn't order pay-per-view movies a lot. Like this was like, it was such a foreign uh, concept, but for whatever right. reason, I got to order hackers on pay-per-view and eat a microwave French bread pizza. I'm uh, and there you go. One of the best nights of your it, life. Yeah, exactly. It's just a perfect <laughs> sort of like media and food intersection yeah. memory. And um, I, uh, it was everything I wanted it to be. It seemed super cool. It doesn't actually make any sense. And it, it was, it, I love, I still love everything, everything about it. I love the style. I love the inanity. I love the like, just how, just hearing the actors try to get their mouths around things that you know the screenwriter was like, that's actually real. And like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so yeah. great. I, I, Fisher Stevens is great. It's all, it's uh, Lorraine Bracco's great. It's all, it's, it's phenomenal. It's just, is like, there's so much happening. It's so incredibly 90s too. Mm -hmm. Like there's just a, a a weird like idealism to it. It just seems like it's basically like there's like young cool people and then there's old mean like, you know, <laughs> right. greedy people, but there's no other like axes on the spectrum nope. other than that, like ideologically <laughs> or anything. It's just so innocent in that way. And it's also weirdly like very, a very like cartoon 90s New York with like the weird hackery underground meets kind of like 60s village hippie thing going on meets like rave culture and like club culture. It was like, it it is, I love it. It's great. It's, it, it, I love everything about it. Well, awesome. How many times have you seen it, would you say? Not very many times. I would say this is maybe the third or fourth oh, time okay. I've seen it, yeah. Uh, great, John. What is it? What's your background with hackers? Give uh, us the download, I, as they uh, say. Let me download my uh, <laughs> my his, my browser history with hackers. Uh, I had never seen it before. I didn't really know much about it. It was funny when I mentioned to my husband, uh, "Oh, you have to watch Hackers." He was like, "Oh, I've heard of that movie." Um, so yeah, so I watched it last night for the very first time, and it's weird because, like, on the one hand, I really can't say it's good in any like actual like 
like way and yet it was so enjoyable and yet like I really enjoyed it and like as dumb as it is it was fun and I sort of for whatever reason rather than rolling my eyes at it it just made me laugh all of the stupidity of it like just those moments like where a bunch of all the guys find Angelina Jolie the one girl hacker like her laptop and they're all like impressed and she's like yeah I tried to triple the ram on it and I was like no one knows what you're talking about that doesn't make sense <laughs> and then like later when they're like trying to like fight the big corporation she goes guys, everyone use their best viruses on this because this is really important. And you're like, what is anybody talking about? And yet for some reason, I found it delightful. It was like so absurd. I actually was, while watching it, I was like, and I wasn't high, but I was thinking like, I want them to do like a Saturday morning cartoon, like reboot of this where everyone is like a non-binary character. Like, I think like that would be a wonderful sort of second life for this movie Hackers. Like, again, it's like, it makes no sense. It's dumb. Um, and yet, I had a great time. I can't deny it. Absolutely. Uh, how about you, Mark? What is your history with the movie Hackers? I feel like I'd been familiar with it a lot, um, but I had never also had never seen it. And as a child of, I'm a Gen Xer, so I feel like it should have been right up my alley. Um, I thought it was a hoot. I mean, it's just fun. It's also one of the more confident movies I've ever seen. Like it, it does know exactly, you know what I mean? Like, it has such like an assured sense of style. Like it is like garish, but in all the fun ways. And like, yes, how they present the internet is ridiculous, but it's also a way I wish the internet was. Like, oh, oh sure. it's like, this is a better version of like, how like I wish the internet looked like this. This is so much more fun and exciting. Uh, and the character, it just seems like everyone's having a blast uh it's just like a fun like it's almost like goonies with laptops or something yeah but, but it's also like has surprisingly like progressive elements to it that like really hold up like there's lots of gay people in it and like you know people of color and like for a movie right. especially from the mid 90s that feels like pretty rare um so i think it's like a really fun just like a classic underdog taking down the big bads but in like with such a fun unique style that is so mid 90s but i feel like it's perfectly encapsulated in this so i thought it, i think it's like a great fun and you're never bored it moves like a bullet and mm -hmm. you got the one of my favorite 90s hunks johnny lee miller in it so who i've ever <laughs> i've loved since train spotting so what more do you want in a movie so DC, as you may or may not know, we are looking for the gayest movie ever. So we have a very <laughs> complex and Byzantine scoring system with which to judge the movie. So we're gonna go through a ton of categories. And at a certain point, you are going to come up with a category and it will be added, added to, to the, the wheel. wheel. <laughs> does that make sense right now? It of does, course yes. not. Oh, it does? Okay, great, perfect. That's rare. Very evolved. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is our current top five gayest movies ever. These are the current top five. This is their score, their percentage score. So the number five with an 83% is Clue. Number four with an 85.19%, The Lost Boys. Number three with an 86.92%, Death Becomes Her. Number two with a 92.99%, The Bride of Frankenstein. And number one, current reigning champ with a 94.83% is Female Trouble. So if you had to guess, DC, where do you think hackers could end up? Any predictions? I would say hackers, and this is part of why I picked it. I felt like when I was just trying to think about like, what are fun movies that I really enjoy that I don't immediately think of as being like, oh, that's sort of a like queer or like mm. camp classic. Right. I was thinking like, I don't think this movie is necessarily going to like, probably rate but I think it bats above its weight class 
more so than you would think just based off of a movie from the mid nineties called hackers. Do you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) there's just a lot of very like aesthetically campy, fun over the top elements. And as you guys were pointing out and I had kind of forgot like several like queer presenting and like, or like overtly queer characters and just like a lot of just like different people in New York in the nineties, which to me just sort of felt very like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like it just felt very right. like, not just not just gay, but also like diverse in a way that you wouldn't necessarily think given what we imagine literal hackers as being, and especially <laughs> given like, now weirdly I was realizing part of, I think what makes the movie feel so idealistic is like, when I think like hackers or people like doing mischief on the internet, now we just think of like, Russian uh, military <laughs> intelligence yeah, yeah. or like white supremacist, <laughs> yes. like 15 year olds. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's, yeah. those are who we think of now. So weirdly it kind of, there's a very sort of like um, idealistic, beautiful kind of different way that this movie is presenting the idea of literal hackers, which I like. Well, their only crime was curiosity. And if that yeah. doesn't describe a gay person, I don't know exactly. what <laughs> So our first group of categories are the canon categories. So for these, we're all going to give a score between zero and 100. Then we take the average of all three of our scores. So the first category, do you see on a scale of zero to 100, how would you rate hackers in actual gay characters? Um, I would say, I mean. Quite a few. I would, there's at yeah. least three. Who would you say? Because I don't think anyone really came out and said they were gay. Did right, they? Ramon. You don't think he's. Which one was the Ramon? Man, the guy freak? in all the animal print, Freak. Oh, Freak. He never said because, and I because I was looking that up. But you was looking up the actor. Gay? Oh yeah, he reminded me very much of former guest on the podcast, Oscar Montoya. <laughs> sure. Um, and I was like, oh, if if they remake it, if they remake Hackers, which everyone's chomping at the bit to do, <laughs> you got to get him in to at least audition. I mean, yes, he did, but he never came out and said it. He didn't have a love interest. But yeah, well, I mean, like, neither like, did Matthew Lillard. You know what I mean? And we don't, but we don't. But there's a difference there. You know what I mean? One reads gayer than the other. I think it's I pretty guess clear Matthew that Ramon Lillard, is gay. I don't know. All it's right, not explicit. He's not a zero. And also, Razor and Blade. Razor and Blade definitely felt like they were meant to read as like gay to me. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they're just, maybe they're How brothers. I don't you? know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, <laughs> what privilege no, of you I, to I make those them down. <laughs> I think there's at least three. And then there's also like drag queens at the Razor and Blade rave. Yeah, there are a lot of like raves going on where like, of course, there's got to be some like that. Whoever was wearing the chandelier as a hat, that person. <laughs> you think? <laughs> we don't want to stereotype. <laughs> Do we think that the guy that the movie Party Monster is based on was at that rave? Was at that rave or was in charge? It's a shared of, universe. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Aleg, is that his name? Like the Michael yeah, Aleg yeah. cinematic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. There's really only one rave in all of history, and every movie that. Um... <laughs> um. So I would say, I would say again, it's like grading it on a curve of of sure. how much you would how much you would think it would be, given just the baseline of hackers. I would say like seven. A seven out of a hundred. Out of a hundred. Oh, like out of a hundred percent. I would say yeah, a yeah. seventy. I would say a sure. seventy out of a hundred. Seventy. Yeah, I think there definitely are. And I think if had this movie been made, like probably even like three years later, some of these characters would have just had a, a, a just a sentence where they're like, I like boys, um, but they didn't. So I'm going to give it a 35. 35. 
I'm going to go right in the middle. I'm going to go 55. That's not right in the middle, but it's close enough. Close to the middle. Um, <laughs> giving it an average of 53.33, which is 10 points higher than the Family Stone. That has okay. Two out gay pieces with a couple. <laughs> Okay. I, I might I might have blown the curve a little no, bit. No, no, you're fine. Right. That's why we all give the score. In. It's all right. No, 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 dial no. it in as it, as it goes. <laughs> but uh, I, I will say, though, I, Matthew Lillard's character does not read as gay to me. Maybe it's because no. he's so into, like, 60s music or something. He just feels more kind of a, like, pushy, hippie, like, straight guy from back then who's just, like, into that. He didn't, he, right. he, and just, I feel like that's more of a, like, 90s type is just the sort of, like, weirdo straight guy who like is always doing stuff with his nipples or whatever but he's yeah he's a drug person he's into heroin yeah he's a drug person yeah who sort of is like maybe i don't know what do you think do you want me to be but like does anyone other than matthew lillard actually play that part in movies no. No. like i think it's, it's like he created one. like a sort yes. of character and then no one else was like that was like you're the only one who could do it him and jackie chan yeah exactly <laughs> Uh, all right, our next category, it might do okay here. Uh, John probably wouldn't think so, but maybe I do. We'll find <laughs> out. How about I just say it? Drag queen inspiration. Could a drag queen watch Hackers and come away with a whole book of ideas? I, I think so. Think I think so. the fashion yeah. in this, I think that's part of what just makes it so fun and ridiculous is that like, yeah, again, sort of like to your point earlier, GZ, of like no hacker ever dressed like this. Like no one... But it's just like an insane constant parade of ridiculous trendy clothes that even like no one ever really wore. Probably I but, you remember know, it was some like, of these though. I remember a little some bit. Of these looks. I, sure, they were on runways, but never like in actual reality. You know what I mean? Like there was so much of that. Sure. One of my favorite was uh, your boyfriend, uh, John Lee Miller. He had like Johnny, thank you. Johnny, <laughs> I beg your pardon, respect. Uh, Not a sick boy fan, John? He had like a red mini, like thin belt that also like had like an extra thing over one of his thighs. It was like, Cindy Lauper was like, I don't want this, you take it. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> so like, I'll I think fashion wise, absolutely. Uh, I think this movie is definitely- It is such like a particular 90s look. You know, it is such like mm -hmm. a particular aesthetic that I th feel like existed for like 15 months or something, and then it was gone. Yeah. <laughs> like Stereo <laughs> MC's career. You know? <laughs> a lot of it felt like it could be like a drag race, like found materials challenge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yes. when Johnny Lee Miller's doing yeah. the scene of being the like, he's like, he has floppy disks that he's using like guns that he's like a gunslinger <laughs> yeah. or whatever you know it just felt very like the aesthetic felt very sort of like it's an overlap of like 90s and just literal computer parts it's almost like yeah. their fashion was hacked you know they're hacking the runway you could say yes. hack the runway ladies mm -hmm. <laughs> yes that could be a challenge i could see them doing a hacking challenge i mean i don't know if it would be good but it might be fun um so what do you want to give this DC for uh, drag queen inspiration? Again, I think it I think it bats ab above its its weight class, and I also think it's like it's kind of a, a unique, different uh, world to pull from. So I would again, I would give it like a I'd give it like a seventy five. Seventy five. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go actually higher because I think the looks, and I also feel like Angelina Jolie is sort of like I could be Peter Pan. You know what I mean? Like she's really like Pixie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 80, 88. 88. 
There's also like the time when like, oh, swimwear could be evening wear. Yeah. Like Quicksilver was king. <laughs> you know, metallic <laughs> fabrics could do no wrong. Uh, I'm going to give it a, I'll give it a 77. Give it an average of 80, which is about uh, 70 points higher than Air Bud. Pretty good. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. Next category, gay icons. How would you rate hackers on gay icons? Well, the one that stood out for me, and uh -huh. it's a blink and you miss it, right. Felicity Huffman. Right. She's, really? a, she's, she, she's, yeah, the, she's the attorney at the very beginning. The oh, very like wow. before the credits and especially now post college admission scandal i know it was very i feel like her gay icon status yeah. is only <laughs> elevated because of that she has an actual real life scandal now that's true that's gotta help that only helps for the gays and she's desperate housewives yes i mean what about angelina jolie like what do we think of her absolutely salt so oh yeah the gays are always <laughs> quoting salt <laughs> There's that iconic salt runway challenge on RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes. Um, you're right, you're right. I'm probably more Maleficent. I mean, she is sure, Maleficent. Sure, sure, yeah. I think that's it for her. But and even the whole, that, I don't feel the whole uh, Brad Pitt, Jennifer Aniston thing, you know? I think Angelina Julie, she's not not a gay. Like, you could see someone doing her in Snatch Game. She'd be tough, but you could do it. Well, okay. Just always bring up UNICEF, I guess, or something, right? <laughs> Or her double mastectomy, if you want to be really I, dark about it. I think she'd be uh, one of those I people that's that. like, it's. <laughs> <laughs> I think she'd be one of those people that's like begging the person's like, oh, they're really famous and they have a very defined look, but then Rue's going to hit you with like, how are you going to make Angelina Jolie funny? Yes, exactly. And <laughs> right, then you're yeah. really like on the spot. I always then, think just then have they get her that be weird like she... noise and then they still do it. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I just thought, why don't they just do like, oh, she was just in a car accident or something. You know what I mean? Like there's a bird stuck in her hair. Just, just add something. This make a, an unusual choice. It doesn't have to be about, you know what I mean? Just do something. That's always my pitch. Why anyways. are you not a judge on RuPaul's Drag Race? <laughs> I don't know. I like just make, I mean, sometimes any choice is better than no choice. That's well, true. Of course. That's very true. And I do think a lot of queens freeze and they end up going with, they end up going with mm. no choice. And I feel like right. Angelina Jolie is that bait. <laughs> uh, Lorraine Bracco? I don't, I was thinking about that too, but I'm like, her big thing is like Sopranos, which is not a gay show, and like a couple appearances on Top Show. There is, is a, not gay, a gay, big icon gay character though on Sopranos. Let's not Yeah, forget. that's the first thing everyone thinks about when they think of Sopranos <laughs> is the gay character. It's not the last thing I think about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it's not a zero. Okay. And her role in Goodfellas is pretty great. She's great. I'm not saying she's not good. Although I think in this, she seemed to have a hard time finishing sentences, but- I don't um, know why she's in the movie, frankly, her character. That did, I felt like I was thinking about that and I realized towards the end, I was like, oh, I think they need some fit somebody for Fisher Stevens to explain things to. Yes. Because yes. like, if he's just by himself, there's no right. reason for him to be like, like she keeps having lines. Like I wrote one down where she was like, rabbit, flu shot, someone talk to me. Like yeah. she's just, <laughs> yes. yeah, I love that. 80% of her dialogue was just going, what? Was just like yes. asking questions. And she still never seemed to get it at the end. No, no. And I will say when she's being brought into jail at the very end with her sunglasses and people are like grabbing at her, that's a little Chicago. Yes. Thank she, you. She had it coming. Absolutely. <laughs> So what do you want to give this for gay icons? It's pretty low. I would say, I mean, you know, I would say it's probably like a 21. 
21. Yeah, I think, yeah, I got Jolie. Um, I'll go, I'll go 26. Wow, no love for Gia around here. <laughs> I'm going to give it a 40. Call me crazy, but the Felicity happened of it all. Um, <laughs> giving it an average of 29, which is 19 points higher than Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Okay, <laughs> good. All right, next category. Wow, take that, George Carlin. Sorry, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> right? <laughs> we stan him. <laughs> Carlin Hive? Are you guys Carlin Hive? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, next category, the male gaze. How horny is the camera for the male form? Well, you not see, so much. Not so much. I mean, you definitely, um, the women are definitely sexualized a lot more than the men. Uh -huh. I think that's the tell. We have like Johnny Lee Miller in a shower, but it's like from back the show, like over his shoulder. So it's yes. really nothing like, and then you get a, you get a bunch of butts in this. Right. Like Matthew Lillard, you got uh, the other guy, what's his name, Johnny something. Jesse Bradford, like, but he's the baby in this. Ah, uh, yes, he is. He was like the Dawn. only one who actually was of high school age. But you, he's, <laughs> yeah. you see him coming out of a shower and a little towel on. Don't blame That's me. True. And they also have that weird Kate's dream where she's dreaming of Johnny in like the fetish dress thing, which yeah. I thought that was pretty male gazy. You know, and it's I definitely like, her looking at a man and being turned on. Right, but like a man who was in a dress, so you could tell the director was like, whoa. <laughs> but she was like turned she wasn't like grossed out by it. I don't know. To me, I don't think it was played necessarily for laughs. Did you think that was played for laughs? I think it was meant to be like shocking, not like exciting. <laughs> sure. I mean, uh, it's a fine line. <laughs> I also think like there's a lot of just like guys looking good in it. Like Johnny Lee Miller just like looks oh, good yeah. and cool in his little like yes. turtleneck. And again, just very like 90s like magazine spread like really cool looking guy but i wouldn't say they're like fetishized in the same way that like angelina jolie is in no right and the, i did think it was interesting that the virus was like this weird vitruvian man animation <laughs> yeah like what was like i don't think that's how <laughs> even then i was like i don't think that's how computers work but great <laughs> that is one thing another thing that i do love about this movie that that feels very wonderfully over the top is that Clearly, if you're a hacker in this time, you spend a lot of time just like figuring out like what your look is and what the, yes, okay, and then right, the animation's yeah. gonna do this and I'm gonna record some voiceover for it. And I might have to, in the case of that Vitruvian man, like hire an actor, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, from, <laughs> right. like, I'm like putting an ad in backstage to be like, okay, yeah. you know, what's your hair length? You know, come in and like read for it. Well, I was um, a virus for acid burn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any virus experience? I played toe fungus, is that? <laughs> um, and I was, I also was taken aback by that. And I saw in the credits at the end of the movie that Vitruvian Man was played by a guy named Enzo Jr., which I liked. Oh, I don't know. Oh. He probably does yeah, a lot of like for posing for like figure drawing. Yes, I got yes, that sense. precisely. Yeah. Very, he's a, he like ran down from the new school, like 4 p.m. <laughs> figure drawing yeah. class. Um, so what'd yeah, you give us for I, the male gaze? Um, low, I would say like 15. 15. Yeah, I'll go 23. 23. Um, I'm going to go 30 just for the Johnny Lee Miller of all. You know, that's just my personal fair, bias fair. coming through. It happens. They did also have in a lot of like, they weren't midriff shirts, but they weren't regular shirts. It was like three quarter. They were teasy. It was very weird. Yeah. 
And who doesn't love a tease? Give it an average of 22.67, which is one point higher than fried green tomatoes. All righty. Good. All right. Next category. Entrances with pizzazz. How would you rate the entrances with pizzazz? Honestly, very high, I think. <laughs> like, Please. there's yes. multiple scenes in this movie where somebody's like, are the cops going to come? Okay, they're not here. Oh, wait, I'm getting out of the shower. There's a gun in my face. You know what I mean? Like, the cops are <laughs> yeah. making a lot of very pizzazzy <laughs> Uh, uh, entrances. Wendell Pierce, I feel like, is making a lot of of. I mean, um, Fisher Stevens' Stevens first one was the back of a limo with like a skateboard. Like he's on a skateboard being dragged by like through some mist on like a street in Dunbar, and he snatches a disc. If that's not pizzazz, I don't know. That's a lot of pizzazz. Like he did not have to be on that skateboard. No, there's so much. But thank God. Yeah. Just the whole, the first time we see the plague go into his like lab, I guess you said, never fear the plague is here. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, and it's all shot from, we just see the skateboard at first. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. really fun. Yeah, I would, I would say, I would say again, pretty darn high, you know, j- j- people are bursting into places a lot. They're, you know, they're- <laughs> A lot of SWAT excited. teams, a lot of- Yes, yeah. a lot of, yeah, I would say, I would say 85. 85. Yeah, I'll go um, 82. 82. Uh, first number came to me was 75. That's just how I feel. I feel it's yeah. right. Give it an average of, that's pretty good, 80.67, which is about five points less than Hellbound Hellraiser 2. That's devastating. That's tough. Oh, All really right. quickly, that reminded me of my favorite line from the Wikipedia, which was, the cast spent three weeks getting to know each other and learning how to type and rollerblade. <laughs> paid mean, off. What a, it paid off. <laughs> what a time to be alive. Absolutely. <laughs> to get paid to type and rollerblade. They didn't know how to type. I also they Everyone, didn't people didn't have computers know. all the time. Yeah, no. They they didn't need to know how to type because it's not like they were doing anything in I feel like that's another thing I love about no. it is just the like keyboard mashing that's going on. Yeah, it's so, not like they're playing Ray Charles. In no, no. <laughs> I wonder if there will be like it's an Edward Snowden movie. Like, did Joseph Gordon-Levitt learn like how to like? I got to really know like what I'm doing when I drag these files or like you know write code or something. I don't know what Edward Snowden actually did. I think he copied things to a disk. Um, <laughs> that can't be that hard. <laughs> Control C. <laughs> Control C. Uh, eject and then take it home. I think they had uh, hand models for those scenes. I see. I see. Yeah. Speaking of hand models, our next category, strident women. How would you rate hackers on strident women? They're pretty strident. I mean, there's only really two women in this movie. Three, I would say. Who? Oh, the mom. Kate, and then the mother, who's a big part of it, I would say. That's true. And then Lorraine Bracco, Margot. Right, right. And they also have Felicity Huffman at the beginning of The Lawyer, who's given you're really, this- You're really giving, putting a lot of weight. I love Felicity Huffman. <laughs> Felicity and I gotta admit, when Lizzie Huffman first showed up, I was like, wait, I know her. And at first I was like, is that Famke Jansen? And then I wondered, oh, is that the woman from X-Files? And then I was like, oh no, it's Felicity Huffman. Sure. I also briefly thought it was Jillian Anderson from yes. X-Files, which really would have taken this movie at that time, especially from being a favorite movie of mine to being my favorite movie within the first Absolutely. Two which is minutes. that one two minute scene, yeah. Yes. Um, She's but brought me all pretty- the way around on Margaret Thatcher, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> If, well, she doesn't know how Ibble Dibble works. Who could make heads or tails of that game? It makes no sense. <laughs> I hate for having to identify with Margaret Thatcher. 
If there's one scene you need to watch in The Crown to learn improv warm-ups, it's <laughs> make it this one. Yes. <laughs> You'll save yourself $500. <laughs> watch the Ibble Dibble scene. Yeah, what do we think about? There was also Ramon's mother. Who, that scene was very funny when he's like oh, arresting right, yeah. already when she starts smacking him. That's true. That was She's fun. pretty strident. Ramon's character is also just what I thought it would be like to be a cool person. You know what I mean? He's so fucking cool. Like he's just bare, he knows a lot of stuff. He says a lot of slang terms that nobody uses. And then I do think my favorite line in anything ever that I'm reminded of whenever I watch this movie is when he's on the phone in jail and he goes, it's in that place where I put that thing that time. Yeah, he's cool. He's just a cool guy. And, and immediately you're like, I know what he's talking about. Yes, yeah, exactly. what he means. And you're like, at, at, as a kid, you're like, I got to remember to say that if I'm ever in trouble for yeah. hacking stuff. Hey, guys, just in case something happens in the future, when I say that thing that I put in that place sometime, this is what I'm talking this about. What... I'm talking about the movie Hackers. I need you to go to Blockbuster. I need you to rent Hackers. I need you to. OK, great. Um, so yeah, I think women. I think yeah. they're pretty. They're, they're, there's a lot of uh, different shades of stridentness. You have the Lorraine Bracco sort of like I'm a power, you know, woman who's having it all, and mm -hmm. I am strident. And then you also have like Angelina Jolie giving you a different shade of strident. Like I'm gonna like be getting a disc in the bathroom, and then guys are gonna see me buy a condom, and I'm gonna like play it off and be like, yeah, I'm buying a condom, and like do it completely <laughs> non-verbally. Um, so I would say like, it's not, it, it isn't rife with 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 stridency, but I would say like, I would say like 68. 68. I'm gonna go a little higher, because I think there's not a woman in this movie who isn't strident for a decent part of their performance. You know what I mean? <laughs> like not entirely 100% of the time, but they all are at least 50% of the time, some of them all of the time. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go 83. 83, three points higher than Bride of Frankenstein, your mm -hmm. score, that's pretty good. Well, there was like two women in that movie. One was, that's in, true. was in it for three minutes. <laughs> but what an impact. On what history. an impact. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> give it a 75. Given an average of 75.33. All right, our next category, macabre. How macabre is Hackers? It's not very macabre, it's which is kind of really why macabre. I like it. Cause it's like, there was like a effervescence to the whole thing. Yeah, it's like too fantastical to sort of be macabre. You're never too worried about anybody. Even when there's a child in like- uh, There are guns in a child's, <laughs> in yeah. a child's You're face. You're never too worried about <laughs> You're them. like, he'll be fine. Yeah, I would say it's extremely not macabre. It's everything is just sort of like, at worst, we're gonna do a, we're gonna do like a silly prank where the sprinklers go off. Like anywhere where there's sprinklers, right, we, right. Can, we can do justice. But there's um, the threat of an oil spill. That's true, that's true. Which is a very, right. again, a very 90s threat. Yes, now mm -hmm. we don't give a shit. Like we got bigger problems. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> we should be so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> what I want to give for that to be our number one problem, an oil spill. <laughs> yeah, it's very low, low, like in the big sort of action climax is just like Pendulette staring at a bunch of neon glowing towers that should be on like a Trapper Keeper cover. Right. I wish like that was your, like your workstation though. Every yes. day you went in, you went on, typed on this weird custom made neon keyboard that is not ergonomic and will kill your hands after a few hours. <laughs> he's kind but of like- looks amazing. He's kind of like Homer Simpson though. Because but like he's because stupid, he's just like he's saying? just like a guy who sits in a room in front of a computer that sure. doesn't really make sense uh, and could could potentially blow up the world, but eh, 
He's just a schlub. looking at numbers. Just, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And he has to call somebody. He's in charge of it for some reason, but then he has to call somebody to like tell him what yeah. to do in any situation. <laughs> he should know more than that. Also, he's wearing like, a, I think he's wearing literally like a security guy outfit, which is just like, why he doesn't need to dress like that. He's not like walking the <laughs> no. perimeter. I guess, was this back when he was the voice of Comedy Central? Mm, was that I think that so. era? 95. Yeah. Feels right. Oh, yeah. So he had to wear that because he was the voice he of Comedy Central. It's part of his <laughs> contract. distance. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you want to give this for Macabre? These Ooh, seasons? very low. I would say 12. A 12. I'm going to say 13. 13. Um, yeah, I'll go 10. Given an average of 11.67, which is about six points higher than Bill and Ted. All right, you're crushing Bill and Ted. That feels right. Bill and Ted is the lowest stakes movie. <laughs> History right. test. That's all it is. All right, our next category. I think you're going to do very well here. Dramatic lighting. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, very, this Constance. movie has, I don't know if Ian yeah. Softley was a music video director, but this <laughs> movie feels very sort of Absolutely. like, we've got a guy from MTV. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> right. that, it, 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 insofar as he has like, it's not lighting, but it, in one of the many scenes where they're like, how the fuck do we make hacking visually interesting at all right. when they're in Grand Central Station and like they're, they're, there's like an expressionistic thing where they're, in the in the phone booths, but they're like spinning around because they're so engrossed in hacking, um, and just all the neon and all this. I, I would say like very dramatic lighting. I, I would say eighty. Mm, I'd say ninety one. Ninety one. The only video I think he's directed, according to IMDb, was Tony Braxton's "How Could an Angel Break My Heart," and that was two years after Hackers. Oh wow! Oh wow! But his first credit is the Beatles movie Backbeat. Okay. They remember Backbeat? I remember that. I didn't see it, but I remember ads for it. Sure. Who could forget? <laughs> the marketing that iconic campaign. campaign. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of dramatic light. I mean, like the, you've got all the raves. There's so many times where they were at a computer where like the lights were just on their face. Yes. And then also there was like a, like a actual dramatic moment of the traffic lights and then like, you know, uh, hacking the traffic lights, which is literally dramatic lighting. Uh, so I will go uh, 94. <laughs> 94. Um, yeah, I'm going to give it a 93. I think it's all, it looks so, it looks ridiculous, but it's also like reminded me aesthetically of like Batman Forever. It's like yeah. just so garish in a way, but so colorful and fun. And like, I wish worlds looked like this. Mm -hmm. It's like, do you ever go uh, to California Adventure Disneyland, the Mad Tea Party they used to have, where yeah. it was like a DJ dresses the Mad Hatter, essentially. And it was like a nightclub, but in uh, the middle of California Adventure, it was like they would project spirals and things like that. <laughs> it's a lot of that Spooky. similar aesthetic. Uh, I'm going to give it 93, give it an average of 92.67, which is one point higher than Die Hard. Wow. Okay. Pretty great. Just had a All right. Christmas lights in that movie. <laughs> our next category vibrato how would you rate hackers in vibrato so for this in addition to literal vibrato we also mean anytime Thank they take you. a moment and they give you something extra they sort of like zhuzh it up so like you don't need it but they give you more and you like it for me the classic example in this movie and I, I when it happened i went now that's vibrato was in that montage where they're all sort of like fucking over Wendell Pierce and they have his credit card is denied and the waiter brings it to the table and cuts <laughs> it with a pair of scissors at the table right in front of him. Like that was not necessary. Could you imagine if restaurants actually did that? That would be horrible slash amazing. Um, but I loved it. It would. You never heard of so that? Hard. I've always like heard of that trope before though. 
No, you just go, I'm sorry, your card was card was denied. But you've never heard like that, oh, they'll cut your card up in front of you. Like I've heard of that, but you never this is the first time that concept like came to you. Never heard of that. That's absurd to me. You're just destroying someone else's property. I know. Yeah, it, I feel like it's not a thing that would ever happen now. And I don't no. know if it ever did happen, but I do feel like it was a thing when I was growing up that it was yeah. like, maybe Milk. when credit cards were less, it's literally everybody's paying for everything with like a debit card or whatever, but it was like a thing or you would see it in commercials maybe when they're like, this credit card is yeah. bad. Yeah. But the humiliation of it did all. Did it you know? ever happen in real life? That's a really good question. I don't think so. I think they would just tell you it's declined and like, why do I, the waiter, have to be the enforcer of the? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're like... not paying me enough, <laughs> and that's certainly going to reflect poorly on your tips. Absolutely. <laughs> I would say there's a lot of vibrato that they have to do in this movie stylistically to yes. just make hacking like interesting. Visually like at the beginning when yeah. he's when he's like squaring off with Angelina Jolie and they're cutting in like scenes of old movies and different like right. newsreel footage and weird stuff like there's a there's a lot of like that kind of vibrato that they that they have to do it has the same sort of like challenge of like any movie about like writing or like composing music where it's just like it is visually boring to watch someone write so you have to sort of do something to like make it be like oh okay i don't mind that i'm looking at this right now <laughs> I don't mind that I'm looking at this. They, it's they fine. Have, I'm not going to walk out. Ah. The filmmakers must have been so annoyed four years later when The Matrix came out and they were like, oh, just oh. make them be in the computer. They're just shooting guns at each right. other. But it's all technically in the computer. Right. Like that. They must have just been like, oh, fuck. Okay. All the right. Sandra Bullock movie, The Net, is also has like very fun representations of the internet. Like they don't really get it. Like I think she orders a pizza and like she's literally like dragging pepperoni onto the pizza with her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, yeah, that that is better. Like, <laughs> is it practical? Absolutely it's a, it's, not. Again, they made a choice. A choice they is better choice. than no choice. But this at the end with like the final hacker battle when they show like oh, the yeah. rabbits, like ex virus, you know, ex <laughs> more rabbits multiplying and all that stuff. It's fun because the actual hacking is probably so boring. It looks like nothing. Yeah. Like, who cares? So what do you want to give this for vibrato? How extra is hackers? I think Hackers is pretty darn extra. I would, I yeah. would, I would give it a ninety. Any movie that had three soundtracks come out of it is That's pretty true. extra. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, for that I will go uh, ninety-three. Ninety-three. Uh, yeah, I think it's pretty extra. I'll give it a ninety-two. Given an average of ninety-one point sixty-seven, which is one point six seven points higher than Death Becomes Her. Wow. All right, next category, footwork. How would you rate the footwork in Hackers? Well, there's a lot of rollerblading. Tons of rollerblading, a lot of SWAT teams running. A lot of Matthew Lillard like slithering. I feel like he's yeah. doing, he's serpentining yeah. around everywhere. He's kind of like the snake in Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas a little bit. Finally, someone's <laughs> saying it. <laughs> <laughs> In that condom scene in the bathroom where she's retrieving the disc, Angelina Jolie does a little like spin move at the, you know, like at yeah, the she does. It's like a pivot turn. <laughs> mm -hmm. And the skateboarding, right, right. Mr. Steven skateboarding, uh, but it's mostly a finger work movie. I would say that's true. There is the fun that nightclub was like designed for rollerbladers apparently because there's like built-in yeah. ramps everywhere. 
Oh yeah, that, especially the first, that like hacker collective that they go to at the beginning is literally what I imagined like being a teenager. What Like it was just <laughs> sort of like, it's similar to the Foot Clan hideout in the Ninja Turtles movie where yes. it's like Sam Rockwell's there to be like regular or menthol. You know, it's like there's always mm. a skate ramp in the background <laughs> and a big like video game is happening. And it just is, is great. But again, yeah, not a lot of like literal footwork happening that big line the big like video game she plays when i watched i was like shouldn't there be like a line of people waiting to do that like every arcade <laughs> i've that's had like a big thing like that like the people are wa either waiting to do it or it's too expensive and no one does it <laughs> and they're just playing wipeout from the first playstation <laughs> <laughs> yeah you would you would think but also it really seems like she like owns that machine like it's, it's like her, her it's like her fonzie's jukebox, jukebox. yeah right yeah right. <laughs> So what do you want to give this for? Uh, I would say like, again, like I, I think there's, there's good rollerblading, some nice moments of footwork, but overall it's, it's probably like a 60. A 60. Yeah, I agree. Cause like there's, I, there's a, a really excessive amount of rollerblading and uh, like just anytime <laughs> they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we paid them to, to, to study this for three weeks, get them on the blades. You know what I mean? Like they get definitely them on the use blades. it, get them on the blades. So um, I'll give it a, I'll give it a 64. 64, this is now Airborne is what I'm hearing. The definitive, the Citizen Kane of rollerblade movies. Right. <laughs> um, that's I can't wait I... to see the mank of Airborne. <laughs> right? I got to write this. <laughs> <laughs> I also like just quickly before we move on from the Please. footwork of it all, that they were like, it's the 90s. So... Um, and and hacking itself isn't that interesting to look at. So we also need to get some moshing in there. Like when they walk <laughs> right. into that club and they're like, okay, they're in like a club and it seems very sort of like 90s rave, whatever. And then for whatever reason you notice like, wait, why, are, why is everybody facing a certain direction? Oh, it's because there's about to be a like bad rap rock band. Like a proto <laughs> rage against the machine is gonna start. As opposed to all those good rap rock bands. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and then they just start moshing and Johnny Lee Miller briefly crowd, like crowd surfs for like- Oh, no, no, right, like yeah. Accidental yeah. moshing. And someone steals, he has like a weird orange pager that you see someone steal, but like nothing ever comes of it or is mentioned. <laughs> that sassy extra. But that extra that is, is what like, they call it, a like, franchise egg for was hoping. hackers too. <laughs> there you go. There was, was the, a hackers It was one too. of the infinity stones. There was a hackers too? I think, yeah, I believe there was. I think it was like straight to, yeah, hackers to takedown. Straight oh. to CD-ROM. Uh, um, maybe it's uh, wait. Never mind. This is just a hacker movie starring Skeet Ulrich. <laughs> never mind. He was like Matthew Lillard did a hackers movie. I need to be in a hackers movie. <laughs> but as of in September twenty, and uh, there's an article on Collider.com in September from September of 2020 that a sequel or reboot is being actively considered. Oh, so fingers crossed. I would be so lucky. I know they'll never get Angelina. Or she'll show up like a digital version of her or something. What if they get one of her kids? Maddox? If you, we got Maddox. Wish. <laughs> uh, people, Maddox, the Maddox, is, like a... Maddox is walking. Maddox is walking, okay. <laughs> Maddox flying in. Uh, I'm gonna give this uh, 50 in footwork. Giving it an average of 58. All right, our next category. Might do okay here, animal print. That was right there. the a bunch. Ramon is in constant animal print. Constant. At the very first, he had cheetah pants and a leopard shirt, which was bold, and yet he made it work. He owned it. You got it, you know. Yeah. You wear the garment. The garment doesn't wear you. Have you ever heard that, John? 
I mean, I try to, uh, I, you know, I aspire to that, but it doesn't always work. When you buy those, you know, American Apparel t-shirt, you know, exactly. I got it. You're not the boss of me. <laughs> Sweatshop children. There was also a woman in animal print in uh, the, the AA meeting. Was that AA? What was it? Was some in... sort of like because they all were like, "and I'm an addict" is all they kept saying. But it's just general addiction. Like I don't think that's how those meetings work. Not to say hackers got anything wrong. No, but... <laughs> please, please. <laughs> or was, if there's any inaccuracy just so you know, hackers. For the record, that actress's name was Vicky. She said, "I'm Vicky and I'm an addict." Total. And Vicky. I wrote that She's down. a total Vicky. Yeah, <laughs> classic Vicky. Vicky's love and animal print. Wearing, <laughs> wearing her animal print to her, trying to be anonymous in her animal print. Okay, Vicky. That scene felt like a thing that you, yeah, I don't think it was, I think it was like meant to be like an NA or something meeting, but it makes no sense why the kid would have to go to that for his computer addiction. Like, it feels like the right. kind of thing that you're like pitching out with your screenwriting partner. And then yeah. it's like in your outline. And then you, when you actually go to start typing, you're like, wait, this makes no sense. And I think they were just like, put it in, it'll be funny. And then he'll be like, I gotta get more coffee. We've already whatever. cast Vicky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so we've got, guys, Vicky's, said, been Vicky's approved. tech avail. Yeah, <laughs> Vicky's offer only. Either you pay- Maybe it was for his, uh, his like really bad cigarette smoking. He like clear, I was right. like, you look worse at smoking cigarettes than I do. Like he was just like, <laughs> like he was not good at it, but they had him do it constantly. So what do you want to give this hackers for animal print? I mean, very high. Again, I think largely on the character of Freak, whom, yeah. whom I love, who's just the, the epitome of cool. So I will give it an, I'll give it a 90. 90. I'm going to go uh, 82. 82. Um, I'll go 84. Why not? There's a lot of animal print here. Uh, given an average of 85.33, which is 0.33 points higher than last holiday. The Queen okay. Latifah vehicle, there who could go. forget? Mark, you said you've never hacked anything, and yet whatever you're using to calculate these and dynamically be able to see where they fall within the the history of the show, you are zero. Am I you're hacking? crash override. Yeah. yeah. I'm crash override? <laughs> wow. Could I be SAS override? Maybe that makes sense. There you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, I've never, it's just a Google Doc. Nothing too exciting. All right. Finally. On a scale of zero to 100, how likely are you to recommend hackers to a gay person? Someone comes out to you, they've been kicked out by their family. How likely are you to say <laughs> yeah. you gotta watch so hackers? The first movie you gotta watch <laughs> is hackers. Um, yeah, I would say like, I, again, I think it, I think it bats above its weight class more than you would think given that it's the movie hackers, but it's just sort of like, you know, I would say like, it's right in the middle. It's like, I would say like maybe slightly above average 54. 54. Uh, yeah, I agree. There's nothing about it that's specifically like, oh, you like, there's no actual argument to be made why someone needs to watch it. However, it is like, if you're like, you need to watch a fun, stupid, silly movie. And like, I don't know, like it's, <laughs> you're done with brunch. Uh, you're still a little high. You want something in the background. Like Hackers <laughs> is great. Uh, it's like fun. It's like a, a young, like one of Angelina Jolie's first movies. You got Johnny Lee Miller's nice eye candy. And even also like, you know, we're not saying that, but like, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Rinaldi Santiago and uh, mm. Lawrence Mason also very nice to look at. Um, so yeah, I'll go. Uh, I'll go fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. Yeah, like there's no reason 
to go on this, but there's also no reason to ride Space Mountain. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's the same thing to me. It's okay. like, it's both, it's a fun time, you know? Mark, are you still grappling with the Disneyland season pass revocation? Yes. This is your second Disney I, park reference of the... Uh... Um, it hasn't been on my radar. Like, going back to Disneyland right now, was it even, like, on my radar of, like, I can't wait to do that? I was like, that feels so far down the road from where we are in terms of vaccinations and stuff. But you don't so, go there for your vaccination? For you like can, the like second? The, the Toy Story parking lot. You can get vaccinated. I thought that was not true anymore. Maybe I'm wrong. I thought they, I they announced it, it and then they're like, oh, now they can't. Well, well, I think well. it is true. Um, but I am all for them thinning the herd. And I know that sounds terrible in regards to a pandemic, but <laughs> I mean, just in terms of like, it has been like so packed the last few times. Like there's never a slow day anymore. So I would gladly pay a little more if it's less crowded. Oh, you mean in terms of not in terms of the pandemic? You don't mean in humanity. Just in you mean no, in I just terms mean in terms of, of whatever the holders. new pricing structure is going to be. <laughs> okay. Oh, I see how that contextually come it, was, yeah. it sounded like, like you were like, I'm glad this pandemic has hit because I don't like waiting online. <laughs> you know, uh, silver lining. The mad tea party is just it's. <laughs> It was cooler before everyone knew about it. <laughs> when it was just our own intimate My little My own thing. little secret. We were just doing a fun podcast about the movie Hackers and then Mark started <laughs> advocating that with his when Mark got radicalized. Yeah. <laughs> Herd immunity doesn't go far enough, I say. <laughs> Have you heard of no immunity? Um, so I'm going to give hackers a 54. I am opposed to anybody dying of COVID. Let the record state. <laughs> if Disneyland went away so no one could die, I would let that happen. But that's not the world we live in. Uh, Given an average of 55. Not bad. All right. Now we are into the wheel category. So these are all categories that previous guests have brought in. We've put them all on this wheel, which is just an app on my phone. And we're going to spin it four times. And whatever category randomly pops up, that's how we're going to judge the movie. And then after that, you will come up with a category, which will be put on the wheel. And you always say it's just an app on your phone, but I think it's much more than that. It's an essential <laughs> part of this show. <laughs> That's true. Okay. I'll stop. I'll stop uh, undermining it. All right. Here we go. Potential to be a musical. Oh, second week in a row. We've second had week that. in a row. We've had this one. I would love a hackers musical. Has there ever been a hacking like a uh, computer themed musical? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm sure someone has workshopped one somewhere. It honestly might make a better stage show than a movie. I feel like just because of all this sort of like, you're naturally going to have to use sort of expressionist, weird, interesting right. yeah, visuals. Right. Yeah, on stage you, you, if so you get the you right are. choreographer, this mm -hmm. is a hit. We yes. get Billy Tamer, maybe. She's not a choreographer, um, but a but director, sure. visuals, sure. style. Sure, sure. That's true. She is a director with visual style. That is correct. <laughs> People with as dancing microchips or something, or maybe, you know, uh, yeah. That a floppy happen. disk on their head. I actually was thinking about <laughs> watching it like with like you could it could work like the music because again like it's got three soundtracks you know what I mean like music is yeah. a big part of it like you could definitely do a sort of very like cool edgy sort of I mean it sounds like a musical that they were writing on Smash that TV show you know what I mean <laughs> we're working on the Underworld Jukebox musical yeah. <laughs> oh I think you go original score on this one you need an original score with hackers oh, I see okay. You don't want to use you, Tricky's uh, discography, <laughs> Max and Clay. Oh, can you afford it? I don't think we. I don't think we've got the budget for that. I, the I first feel like trance musical is, is very yeah. much. Okay. Um, I would. I would go like 
again, weirdly high with it. I would say like 78. Yeah. I think it's more uh, musical potential there than you would think. And it is also one of those properties, like I feel nobody is like too attached to it. Like if you just took the name and like some of the themes and freaks, like they don't have to be high school. Like I don't think anybody would be so offended if you like mess with the story a bunch or the main characters. You yeah, know? You, it's not it's not something you'd have to be precious with right. as you adapted it. You could hack hackers. Hello. Hello. And if anybody gets upset, uh, you know, we're just, our only crime is curiosity. <laughs> John, what do you think? Potential to be a musical? I will say, I'll give it a, I'll give it an 87. <laughs> this is, you know, I'm delighted by this. Because, um, yeah, I hadn't even thought of it. Um, but totally, I'll give it an 82. Give it an average of 82.33, which is lower than Mommy Dearest, which got 100 in this. Okay, Waiting in the Wings. Waiting in the Wings. Well, there's Jesse Bradford's character who's kind of wants to be like part of the crew. He That's wants to be true. part of the main hacking crew. And aren't all hackers in a way waiting in the wings of like they're in the sides and the underground, they're beneath. No, but I think way. they're like, I think they're doing something. If they're hacking, that's an active thing. That's not waiting. Sure. And I think Johnny Lee Miller has been waiting in the wings since his conviction for, as like an that's true. year old or whatever. Really to like chomping get at back the, on the on the net. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That sets the story in motion. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Any other? There's not much not other. A ton of waiting in the wings. No. Also, when I think of waiting in the wings, I know obviously in terms of like somebody waiting to have their big moment, but I also think of people watching a performance or press conference or something and go like, that's not going, this isn't going well. This isn't what we, <laughs> like I think of like, I think of like Alan right, coming right. in like the good wife watching like and being like, mm, no, this is bad. Like that also is waiting in the wings to me. There's very little of that. The 18 to 24 demo is gonna hate this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, very little, very little of that. I would say, I would say 15. 15. Yeah, I'll go, uh, I'll go 15 as well. You know what? Let's make a pattern. I'm going to also say 15. Given an average of 15. Waiting in the Wings is from our Showgirls episode with Jeff Hiller. <laughs> okay, the male V. The male V. You familiar with the male, what we mean by the male V? I'm not, like please. The, the muscle that... <laughs> V that forms oh, like above the groin, that's... parallel almost to the belly button. Think um, Brad Pitt yeah. on I the got, roof yeah. of uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Right. I remember. Yeah, have you ever my, Googled I remember the like... term cum gutters? Maybe <laughs> that would help you. <laughs> Google it. He invented it. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the imagining that being on the side of somebody's van, like a handyman's van, like they'll clean your cum gutters. <laughs> I'll clean um, your cum gutters. <laughs> um, Finally. <laughs> but I, yeah, it's literally just the thing that when like Fight Club came out, I remember my girlfriend in high school being like that on Brad Pitt. That is like the sexiest thing possible. <laughs> He's the and one, that's, like, that's what we've wanted this whole time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We didn't know it till we saw it. Um, and, and just being like, I have no way of providing that whatsoever. <laughs> to, there's just no... Well, now um, you know how it feels to be a woman. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think this, I feel like maybe there's some like low riding Matthew Lillard pants, like his hips yeah. are kind of out, but it's a different. He's not really also like usually him. from behind. He's giving mm, us the crack. Right. And Johnny Lee sure. Miller's like shirts are like, kind. Of, they're always in like shadow when his shirt does rise, you know, it's not. And even when they have the thing of literally like the trick sort of like, wait, it's Johnny Lee Miller that you, we were showing you like his crotch. It's clearly they're filming a woman and then right. being like, wait, it's actually Johnny Lee Miller. So right. he's not 
he doesn't have his own physique there. No. I'm a very low. I would say like like two. Two. Yeah, there's not a whole lot. Um, I'll go. I'll go six. Six. Yeah, I'm gonna go three. Giving an average of three point six seven. This is it is more a, than Airbud? I don't think that came up, but this came from our <laughs> terms of endearment episode. <laughs> So check that out. Okay, here we go. Straight flirting. Straight flirting. I would say anytime between uh, Dave Stevens and, and Johnny Lee Miller. Yeah, they have this crazy like power play going on. Like I think Fisher Stevens obviously is like attracted to Dade. Dade? So what kind of name is yeah, Dade? She's Kate and he's Dade. And it gets Dade. very confusing very quickly. Not Dale. No. Yeah. Johnny Dade. Lee Miller even says at one point, blow me, to which Fisher Stevens responds, thank you. Right? I mean, how do you, I wouldn't know how to respond to that. <laughs> I, would say, I was mad at someone, thank they you. said thank you. I'd be like, oh. Yeah, they're certainly also diffusing sending, the situation. Yeah. They're sending each other like flirty media, like Fisher Stevens sends <laughs> yeah. him that laptop mm -hmm. with the thing on it. It's like, we're going to take over. We need each other or whatever. Yeah, I would say very, I would say hi. I would say 85. 85. Yeah, I'll go 81. 81. Yeah, I'll go 82. Given an average of 82.67. All right, DC, the time has come for you to add a category that we can use to judge how gay Hackers is and every other movie we ever review, potentially. I would say, like, I don't know exactly how to, how to phrase this, but, like, when a movie is really reaching with slang, like, you get the sense that the screenwriter <laughs> is, like, making up their own, like, a little bit kind of, like, make, you know, like... Like, just like gotcha. this is going to enter the lexicon like one i wrote down was um <laughs> one of the one of the the hacker friends uh says to angelina jolie's character about her laptop monitor i think you're in the butter zone now baby where i'm just like what right. is the butter zone <laughs> i don't know what no one is. has ever said that but it feels like somebody being like this is how people talk so i, would I believe just say, they've like, said it at orville redenbacher but that's why <laughs> yes <laughs> those raves the you annual not pass, want to be in the butter zone yeah, for those rates. <laughs> the annual pass for the butter zone is still intact. No yeah. takers as of yet. <laughs> Comes with a free slicker. Um, I would say like big, 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 big swings do, with slang. Do you think like the that. more big swings with slang make it gayer? Well, I guess it makes it campier. It's an element. Yeah. Of it makes camp. it campier. Yeah. 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 I like big swings with, with uh -huh. big swigs. Ugh. In, <laughs> what if we just called it the butter zone and then not parentheses. <laughs> the butter zone parentheses big swings with slang yeah that's what we'll do great so what would you give hackers in the oh butter i zone? mean 99, 99. I, I love yeah just a lot of you can tell them being like this is something i've seen somebody actually say but the actors seem uncomfortable actually saying it themselves and then just things that seem completely made up that they're hoping will become things that people say. I've heard like in Star Trek episodes, they'll write like insert science jargon here, like in their scripts. And then someone else, is, it's someone else's job to fill that in. Oh, phenomenal. This is like Which before I, there was like a uh, like a website where you could be like random word generator. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but it has like, I guess in Star Trek, like it does have to make sense on some level because, you know, people do keep track of that stuff. That's true. Uh, what a nightmare. John, what do you want to give this for the butter zone? Uh, I think... There definitely has a lot of fun moments in it. Um, I'll go, I'll go 87. 87, tough. I'm gonna go 95. I mean, this is such a distinct world of hackering. Hacking? 
Uh, I think it's a lot of fun. Giving an average of 93.67. All right. We are now, we're not done yet. We are now into the bonus category. So these ca these categories are all bonus. So we're going to go just, it's now from zero to 10, but they're just extra. So if it doesn't do well, if it doesn't, you know, if it gets a zero, it doesn't penalize the score at all. These points are just extra. All right. So the first one in the bonus categories, makeover montage. How would you rate hackers in makeover montages? I would say like a, I would say an eight because there's a scene where they make over their computers for the big hacking fight. Like it's a thing that literally will not enhance their hacking whatsoever. It's just, it's just for looks. It's just for fun. And they're going to just feel good about them. So it's like, it's like putting on lipstick, even though you're just going to like be working from home all day. It's like, this is just for me. You know what I mean? Well, so much of hacking I learned is about attitude. Yes. Oh, big time. Yeah. <laughs> A certain sense of a reference. And you've got <laughs> it, Mark. Swagger. That's why you're hacking. Yeah. That's why I'm you turn an average Google document. <laughs> Always That's be hacking. A-B-H. <laughs> Gary, Glenn Doss. Okay. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, <all right. laughs> Maybe not always. Uh, um, there's also the hacking con where they're ruining Richard Gill's life. I thought That's that was true, really yeah. fun. Where he cuts, they cut up. The that yeah. sequence is really fun. I feel like this era was like from the late 80s to the mid 90s was like pre montages. Yeah. Oh, so there's I think there's like at least three montages in this movie. Yeah. Uh, they weren't all makeovers, but yeah, I think it's pretty montage. -y. I'll give it a I'll give it a 6. A 6. I'm going to split the difference and give it a 7. Give it an average of 7. All right, next category. Cheerworthy cameos. Were there any cameos that made you stop and cheer? Not really. I, I I said to myself at least one time, like when there was like there was like a British hacker that like picked up the phone at one point and was mm -hmm. like, "We got a hack or whatever." Yeah, I you know who that was. Was it somebody? Yes, it's Dave Stewart from the Eurythmics. <gasps> there you go. Okay, Sweet dreams. It had the best. feeling yes. of a cameo, even though I didn't know who it was. Love is a stranger. <laughs> Thank so, you. but not very many. I and would Felicity say, Huffman. Felicity I would Huffman. Say. There we go. That's okay. a big one. Okay. Especially anytime there's like real life scandal, because it feels fun to say, well, you know who that is. She, that's Felicity <laughs> Huffman. And she like got buzz, went to buzz, prison. Buzz. You know what I mean? Like that's really fun. <laughs> um, I would say like, so a, would I would say. For, I think it's just those two though, right? Yeah. Four. Yeah, yeah I will go. That seems high. Yeah, like four. No, I'll go four as well. I feel like we got those two. Those are pretty solid. Uh, Penn Gillette was almost one, but he was in two different scenes. So that uh, elevates him above much. cameo. He's I would love to know why they thought the Eurythmics guy was, it was a, you know what I mean? Like, I bet at the time it was just like, they actually made a website for their band and he's really into it or something. Like right. he's the only rock star that's on the internet. Yeah, it would be great if all of those like I international in... hackers were like a David Stewart of like different places. <laughs> that would have been fun. Like Bjork. That's the guy from Rockstar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it a five for Felicity Huffman. I think that one sure. is pretty fun. And so give it an average of 4.33, which is tying it with the Family Stone. Okay. okay. Wow. All More right. in the common next... with the Family Stone than we would have thought going in. <laughs> Absolutely. Who knew? Uh, all right. The next category, pool trouble. I would rate this on pool trouble. Well, there is, they're lied to yeah. about the pool on the roof. I mean, I would yeah. say 10. It, it's a wrapper <laughs> for the movie. That's true. It's a bookend. Yeah, bookend. It's true. Movie, right? <laughs> that, that again was the thing that felt very high school to me. I was just like going into high school, like, ooh, the first day I'm going to get pranked and it's going to be so <laughs> high school. It's going to be great. Pool on the roof. 
And then the worst um, thing is when they just ignore you. Like, yes. <laughs> like nobody pranks me. I was like, what the hell? Neglect is the cruelest prank of all. <laughs> right. And most common. Yeah, so I'm going to yeah. say 10. I think there's a lot of pool trouble. We end in a pool. They're floating around. Yeah, it's 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 high. It's almost, I mean, yeah. well, I guess nine. I would say the the 90s Romeo and Juliet, the Bosler and Romeo and Juliet probably has the most pool trouble. Well, all. this came from Gremlins. It came from Gremlins, one. so. Ah. I also think I just thought of It Follows has a great scene of pool trouble. Yeah. If you ever saw It Follows. Not, An invisible I, specter harasses teenagers. Wow. I haven't pool. seen Swim Fan, but I bet that's got a lot of pool trouble. Oh, yeah. Also, another Jesse it. Bradford. Okay. Uh, what do you want to give this for pool trouble, John? I'm going to give it a two. I think a like two? it's there, but it's like a, a, it's a passing fun moment. It's not, it's not, if you took it out of the movie, it wouldn't, the Jenga of the screenplay would not tumble <laughs> if you took it out of the film. You want, I just saw a movie, I forget what it was called. It's like a pool trouble. From, Thailand, no. Oh, it's pool trouble. It's, this, it's from, uh, I think it's from Thailand. It's like this guy gets trapped in a pool that's been drained, an Olympic-sized pool, and he's trapped in there with like an alligator. Oh, yeah. And oh. Like, it's, the, it's like a holiday weekend, so nobody's there, and it's like a survival movie. I forget what it's called. It ends up being very grim, and like if you are if you have a problem with like uh, seeing dogs get hurt, this is not the movie to watch. Okay. Because um, <laughs> the alligator is really you, a dog. the concept, but if you are in to that, this is the movie to watch. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to give this a six for Pool Trouble. I think um, between the two, pretty fun. Given I just like the idea of a YouTube film critic who's cornered the market on <laughs> film reviews for people that don't want to see dogs get hurt and do want to see dogs get hurt. And he's the same guy. I would, there is a That's website, binary um, review. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I think it's just called the pool that makes sense um there you go, there you go. <laughs> couldn't think of that all right next category witches how witchy is hackers um well insofar as like you know tech it's like technologies like the new magic like we're and that's yeah. one of the things that i like about this movie is it's in an era of the internet where people aren't even really aware of what it is and like if you were it's like you're in some secret you know in some right. secret fraternity basically so it's weirdly witchy for what you would think. I would say Being like Being able to manipulate the natural yes. order of things. Exactly. Well, so like uh, is Asgard magic or is it just technology we don't understand? Thor would tell you it's, it's technology we don't understand. Oh, <laughs> thank you. If he were here. If he were here. <laughs> I don't want to speak for, next for week. Thor, but. <laughs> but we did go to college together. So I have a sense of like, what he's about. Uh, as they, the first time we see Lawrence Mason, he's as Nickin, he's like wearing like that weird like robe. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? He's very sort of like, like he's about to uh, sacrifice something somewhere. But I wouldn't say it's like super witchy, but I'll give it a three. A three. Yeah, I'll give it a four. Give it an average of 4.33, which is 1.33 points higher than fried green tomatoes. Okay. <laughs> but tying it with Mean Girls. Wow. Okay. Oh. Okay. All right. Next category. Gay actors playing gay roles. Well, I would say I looked up Ramon. I looked at the actor and I did find an Instagram video of him singing this Christmas in a sweater adorned with house keys and holding two Yorkies. You're talking about so, Rinaldi Santiago who yes. plays Freak? Yes. He was also, I saw him in, there was a, a musical call, uh, called The Cape Man that Paul Simon wrote that also st starred uh, also Mark Anthony, who I haven't mentioned, is in this movie as well. Oh. But I did look up because I was like, I think this, I he was the one who I was like, oh, I think he's gay. And I could not find anything online of him 
stating i don't think he's publicly uh, out necessarily but i think for all intents and purposes once you post a video saying last christmas holding two yorkies do you even need to come out yeah i would say it has to i guess it has to be just like held down by the fact that no characters are being like i'm gay or doing are being gay you know what i mean like they're just sort of reading as gay so and then the fact that we don't have anybody that we're on the record like yes this person definitively i would say like two a two I'll give it a one because I strongly suspect that he is gay. <laughs> but right. <laughs> uh, and it's not a bad thing to be called gay or not. Who cares? No. Okay. Uh, I'll also give it a two. One for each Yorkie, giving it a 1.67. All right. Next category themes of mothers. Well, a lot of, we see a lot of mothers, like a lot of the, we almost see all of the hackers' moms, except for Angelina Jolie's mom, who's a best selling self help offer, That's author. True. And I want to know more about her. <laughs> yeah, Fisher, Stevens, Fisher Stevens does say at one point about going after John Lee Miller, he says, we get the mother, we get the boy. And then later when, he's, when after Johnny Lee Miller gives him the disc, he's like, okay, I won't hurt your mommy or whatever. You know, he really- Right, he... and he threatens to like have her strip search. Like, this is terrible. Yeah. You couldn't do that now. No. I did, there's also that very sweet scene where Johnny Lee Miller puts that Navajo blanket on his sleeping mother. Yes. <laughs> She's a constant presence, I would say. Yeah, I'll say six. A six. Uh, I'll go two. Two? (laughs) I don't think like motherhood is a big theme of hackers. (laughs) But they're around. (laughs) Sure, but are they they hack hack that birthing class? Right, there's there's a moment of like, if their mothers loved them more, they wouldn't be hackers. (laughs) Like there's none of, it's like, I'm hacking to get my mom to pay attention to me. (laughs) That really comes into play in this movie. They just have a nice relationship with their mothers. In some cases, sure. Mothers are loved. Is that so terrible? It is. Uh, I'm going to give it a four. Give it an average of four. All right. Our next category, dramatic smoking. Well, there's Jesse Bradford's, who you called out. Right. And Freak smokes a little bit, too. Freak, yeah. And also that scene where uh, Johnny Lee Miller gives that that yellow disc to Fisher Stevens. There's, like, so much smoke, like, all over the street. Like, it's very sort of, like dramatic mood. It almost feels like this weird post-apocalyptic corner of New York City in 1996. But there's no like Betty Davis, you know, like giving a withering, you know, like put down. That's in the director's cut, I believe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> what if that was like that instead of that drive. weird what if it was like a betty davis instead of that weird kid like that weird mod like that the it was the worm her, the virus the worm, thing? yeah the virus the was yes. man. they got betty davis. there we go <laughs> um then i'd be a yeah. hacker it's going yeah. to be a bumpy drive <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i would a little bit i would say i would say three three yeah, that sounds about right. I'll go three as well. I'm also going to go three, giving an average of three point seventeen points lower than Bill and Ted. Wow, devastating. <laughs> Anything could happen at this point. All right, finally, this is the last of the bonus categories. Quips. How quippy is Hackers? They're not great quips. I'll say that. Like, there's there's a lot of sort of like blow me, thank you level, qui- or you know what I mean. Like, you look right. good in a dress, so would you. Whatever, you know what I mean. Like, right. it's not it's not super. It's it's pretty like sophomoric without being like super scatological. Right. Um, I would say they attempt some quips, but it doesn't it doesn't two. A two. Yeah, There's one line, I think Matthew Lur says, like, we're a wake-up call for the Nintendo generation. <laughs> oh, that's fine. <laughs> Which is like, 
<laughs> the one I wrote down, Fisher Stevens said, there's no right and wrong. There's only fun and boring. <laughs> so I was like, there Honestly, you go. fair. I could put yeah. that on a pillow. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of your live, laugh, love on your kitchen wall, you know. Um, I've had that for years. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll go two as clips? well. Yeah, I'm also going to give it. It's not, uh, there's a lot of fun dialogue, but they're not quips, I would say. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, finally, not finally, second to last group of categories. These are the iconic categories. So we're back to scoring from zero to 100, and these are just larger, broader categories, sort of more umbrella categories. All right, the first one on scale of zero to 100, how would you rate hackers in homoeroticism? I mean, again, as we talked about, there's the sort of like Fisher Stevens, Johnny Lee Miller kind of like cat and mouse thing. Yeah. But again, it doesn't, it's also, it's not really like, just super it's not male gazy as we also discussed right. so mm -hmm. i would say it's pretty you know it's like it's a little below average i would say like 42 42 the yeah, meaning I mean, of life you have that you also do have sort of like the weird sort of because angelina jolie has like got the pixie cut and sort of has sort of like a you know sort of presents like as, 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 as like I mean. androgynous or boy and then there's also that thing of like whoever wins this bet with her and johnny lee miller that person is wearing the dress and there's so like there's Something the there that almost gender. sort of feels that, right. but I don't think razor like, and blade together. They're kind of like, are they brothers? Are they lovers? I mean, that's a whole right. Tumblr. I've They're very Akbar and Jeff, those two. Um, yeah. yeah, I'll go, but I don't think it's really there at all. I'm going to have to go 23. Also, 23. there's like that, the, the one part, because I did really enjoy and I was like, oh man, this is just the perfect, as we talked about, 90s montage that I would have like loved as a preteen and still really enjoy the like energy of. They're, the one like sour note in it is when there's being like, they're putting a personal out for Wendell Pierce and it's yes. super like kind of yes. transphobic-y weird, like this cross-dressers welcome or oh, whatever. Right, yeah. right, and, right, that's... and Wendell Pierce's performance getting those calls is very funny. It's just a bummer that that's kind of the setup for it. That doesn't feel very homoerotic. It feels just kind of gay panicky. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, what's up to me? Uh, yeah, it's not very homer. I'll give it a 20. Given an average of 28.33, which is one point lower than the brood. Okay. All right. David Cronenberg's the brood. Next category in the <laughs> iconic over the top wardrobe. I think it's pretty over the top. Everything yeah. Matthew Lillard is wearing. I literally wrote, What is Matthew Lillard wearing? And then just repeated Nobody that seven times. Yeah, he has like tiny glasses and weird little like like velvet underground band t-shirts and stuff and mm. everything Freak wears, everything all of their friends wear, the sort of like bikery, leathery 90s like motocrossy stuff that Johnny Lee Miller and Angelina Jolie wear. I think the looks are pretty, are off the charts. I'm going to say like uh, 89. 89. Yeah, I think that, yeah, I agree. I think... Um... It doesn't like, I feel like it's like just a step uh, like behind like going into like crazy town. You know what it's I mean? It's not like, Fifth Element. Yeah. Right, exactly. It's like, you could actually wear these things. Uh, so yeah, I'll go, uh, I'll go 88. John, I would love to see in an oversized shirt with the GV, JVC logo emblazoned on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, my birthday's I in also July. did like that they put Richard Gill in like this like almost men in black style like suit, like to really make him stand out from everyone. Oh, he is like the man, you know what I mean? He's like the government. I thought that was like a Super really square. fun choice. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, yeah, I'll give this uh, 89 as well. Give it an average of 88.67. All right, the last in the iconic categories camp factor how campy is hackers again i think it has a lot of unexpectedly campy 
stuff with the slang and the looks and the, the aesthetic and the just over the top stuff that they have to do to make hacking seem cool and the lighting. I would say, and it just, just the whole, the just the sort of like frothiness of what they're doing and the over the topness and the just kind of like very heightened world that they're in. 90. A 90. 90. Yeah, I agree. It is very like silly and absurd. It's not like, it's not like super camp. I mean, I'll go, I'm going to go 81. 81. All right. I got a quick list of campy things I noticed. Wearing a beret to your son's criminal sentencing. <laughs> Imagining the world as just circuits, man. Hacking while wearing sunglasses. Using Eddie Vedder as an alias. Late 90s hackers used to be called cool things like acid burn, but now they go by Kim.com. The briefest <laughs> period of time when rollerblading was considered alternative. A sassy teacher wearing cargo shorts. Being peer pressured to do a righteous hack. Any shot from the point of view of the internet, calling someone a boner as an insult, Mark Anthony in a dramatic role, destroying a hacker's boombox, sudden female nudity, a DJ is just playing the record as is, being blown <laughs> away by a 28.8 modem, am I right? Movies that go too hard with teens and their band posters, unwilling stage diving, Lorraine Bracco doesn't get hacking until you care compare it to cancer, dramatically <laughs> spinning telephone booths. The climax is a bunch of visual digital nonsense that is very very fun to look at. Eugene Belford's disguise on the plane and finally waiting until you're midair to arrest someone. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I think it's pretty hacky. I think I'm also going to give it a 90. It's pretty, I think it's pretty. Oh, and I think writing be. anything in the New York skyline has got to be on there. <laughs> yeah, the, that's true. Buildings. You guys live in New York. Do you ever do that? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't seem too that expensive. Hard. Too exp oh, it's expensive. Is that the problem? Oh, yeah. That's the in New York City. Yeah, it's like by the by the time you're like when you're in New York, you don't have writing stuff in the New York skyline money. It's when you're hopefully in LA and you've been I there for see. a while. Right, and when you, you go back to have right. things written in. But then all of your friends have already moved to LA, so who's oh, going to see it? Just, so what's the point? Yeah, yeah. it's just one of those things. The timing never syncs up. That's too bad. All right, finally, now we are into the crown jewels. So these categories, we don't rate them. It's either yes or no, and we all agree. Gotcha. Perfect. All right, 15% bonus for a positive portrayal of homosexuality. Does hackers have a positive portrayal of homosexuality? I think, I, I don't, don't think, I want to, but I don't, I don't think we yeah, can. Yeah, I would have to say no, just because no one really actually confirms that they are gay. Despite like, all the animal print that, uh, that he wears. Despite razor and blade. <laughs> <laughs> no. They do yeah. think the one thing I did like, except for like the cross dressing, they don't make any like gay stuff. The gay aspect feel weird. You know what I mean? Like Razor and Blade are never looked down upon. They're they're made to look like the coolest people of all. Like they're the top of the pyramid, which I did appreciate that. Uh, but it's more a positive portrayal of hacking more than anything. True. Finally, negative fifty percent of all the points. If this is the movie Boat Trip. This is not the movie Boat Trip, so it will not, not be penalized 50% of its points. All right, we are done. We're, How do you think you did, DC? Where do you think you ended up percentage-wise? I would say, uh, I would say, I'm just, I would say probably somewhere in the low 60s. No, All low right. 50, I think, I think like high 50s, low 60s. All righty. All right, I will tell you exactly where it ended up. Out of a total possible 2,389.33 points, oh, Hackers was... has scored 
1,606 points, giving it a percentage of 67.22, making it the 25th gayest movie ever. (laughs) Not as gay as Cruising, but gayer than Meet Me in St. Louis. (laughs) Gayer than Meet Me in St. Louis? (laughs) Okay. I think for the 90s no. of it all, no. again, I'm, I am <laughs> going on the record and say that ha- uh, Hackers is not gayer than BB and St. Louis. <laughs> the math doesn't lie. Well, that I guess maybe St. Louis was the older story. We've updated the scoring system. That's true. That's it, is true. A, it is a myth that the Stonewall riots coincided with Johnny Lee Miller's concert at Carnegie right. Hall. That didn't actually happen. Yes. Wow. I think that's wow. a delightful placement. It really made me laugh when I saw it. <laughs> Uh, DC, thank what you. What a delight. So what a fun so movie. Much fun. fun person to talk about it with. Thank you for having me and thank you for giving me a chance to revisit this uh, <laughs> this ridiculous film. May the internet be more like hackers in the future uh, rather, than, rather than less. <laughs> There's better fonts. Is there anything you'd like to plug, promote, or shill for at this time? Sure. I have a podcast called Stay for Dinner. It is about home cooking and everything that food and cooking are uh, related to, and it comes out on Tuesdays. Fabulous. Everybody should check that out. Definitely. All right. And we'll be right back. We're back. Were you a fan of stereo MCs? Uh, sure. Oh, I love a baseline. I don't know about. what you're talking about. <laughs> did um, you like the music in Hackers? Like, I did. I like honestly, while listening to it, while watching it, I was like, oh, I could see this as a mu- as a musical. Like, I could see. I think it could work. Yeah. Has there been like electric? Because do you remember like Electronica? I yes. just imagine you like listening to like uh, Nora Jones during this time. Oh no, I don't know any Nora Jones. How dare you? No, but I thought it was, again, like I know, I, I do not think this movie is gayer than me, me in St. Louis, but I did, it was really fun and I did enjoy watching it. Uh, yeah. And I could, like, if someone were to like put it on, I wouldn't be like, oh, this, I would be like, okay. You know what I mean? Like I, I could definitely this over a funny it. girl, but that's not saying much for me. <laughs> no, that's but... not for you. No, exactly. No. <laughs> um, speaking of people who would uh, say stuff, we got some reviews here. How's that for? Wow, and you uh, told <laughs> my segues. <laughs> the gall. We've got uh, a review on iTunes from uh, P asterisk, 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 asterisk lover. I'm pretty sure it's pizza lover, pizza. my guess. Pizza lover, yeah. Uh, they say, I can't get enough, five stars. The fake titular theme songs, okay. Uh, scandalized 50 and impressions of straight guys are worth the price of admission all on their own. The fact that sometimes you get all three in one episode makes this a can't miss. Run, don't walk to your nearest internet connection device and subscribe to this podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Well, essentially, if they're reading that review, they're already on an internet-connected exactly. device. Exactly. So Not to, to nitpick Pizza Lover, <laughs> but... <laughs> Got a few notes. Uh, that's fine. That's I don't remember nice. the last time we've impre- impersonated straight guys. Uh, I yeah, know. I think we, I mean, we made it, that was sort of like our New Year's resolution to be nicer to straight people, is that? That was not mine. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Uh, we also have an email from Timothy and he says, hello, uh, in these trying times, I'm so appreciative of y'all's podcast. Just a delightful blend of comedy and sass. I never get tired of it. I live for Mark's list of camp things. And then he says, brothers, only at the Labyrinth episode. So I hope this bit continues. Spoiler alert, it does. Uh, the banter you two share is dynamite. This is the top of my podcast list and we'll stay there for a while. I'm sure please keep it up goodbye 
from Tim. Thank you very much, Tim. Thanks, Tim. That's so nice. That's very sweet. We love hearing stuff like that. We have no intentions of quitting anytime soon. <laughs> We've got nothing better going on. But nothing uh, else happening. Certainly not these days. Um, yeah, so thank you so much. If you guys uh, have, a, have any questions or thoughts or anything you want to tell us, you can email us at 2 queens. That's T-W-O old queens at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 2 old queens, T-W-O old queens. Oh, and follow me on Letterboxd, where I maintain the current uh, rankings. I was just thinking, like, regular listeners probably stop listening at this point. Probably. I somebody... would. Well, sure. But anyways, <laughs> I don't know. Put a pin in that. Do you, wanna, do you want us to, like, start putting something in here at the end so that people, like, you have to say, listen? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, let us know if you guys have any ideas. Uh, email us. Tell us what we can do as a sort of secret Easter egg at the very let end Let us of know every if you've never listened to this part. Yeah. <laughs> We'll know. Yes. Also, if you do get a chance to rate, review us on uh, iTunes, it really helps uh, people find the uh, podcast and helps with the algorithm. However that works, we're trying to hack that algorithm. Uh, hack we also it. have got merch. Uh, you go to tpublic.com and search for Tool Queens. We've got a lot of fun stuff you could buy there. And we also have a Patreon. If this feed oh is God. not enough, you can go to Patreon and look for Tool Queens, the retirement plan where we do uh, lots of other son fun, similar projects. Right now we are uh, finishing up our cinematic Sondheim, uh, looking at some of the movies of uh, Mr. Steven Sondheim. That's right. Check that out. All right. We'll see you next time. We don't know what's happening next we'll week. Happen next, uh, you'll find out when we follow do. us on social medias and you'll find out. You'll get a heads up. There you go. All right. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Now it's time for credits. We got music by Danny Cohen, artwork by Connie Shin, and special thanks to Alex Archer and Mike Rennie. Bye. Bye. We didn't get that right. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.